Greetings. My name is Cathy Reeson. As a cited transcriber with the Department for Education in South Australia, working for the South Australian School for Vision Impaired, I have had over 30 years experience in transcribing into Braille literary, mathematics and other technical material, music and languages such as French, German, Italian, Indonesian and Japanese, as well as producing numerous tactile diagrams. I currently sit on the executive of the Australian Braille Authority and I'm humbled to have been asked to take up the position as chair of the ICEB Code Maintenance Committee. As technology has advanced and with the adoption of Unified English Braille, I've experienced many changes over my career. And one of the biggest is the ability to source electronic documents to speed up the production of Braille. But the question I ask today is, is an electronic document the same as a printed document? And my personal experience is that whilst this is mostly correct, this assumption cannot be made. As I read a page of print or a page on a screen, my eyes automatically interpret what is on the page, taking into account the context of the surrounding text. But is what my eyes read and interpret the same as what an electronic document actually says? To answer this, I will look at four major concepts. Concept one, the typographical symbols. Often, symbols which have a different literal meaning look similar, but they have vastly different braille equivalents. Many cited producers of text are lazy, and work on the premise, if it looks right, it must be right. As long as the eye can interpret a symbol, it is okay to use it, even if the symbol technically has another meaning. I have some common examples taken from real experience. A good brailler, a good braille reader can often decode these incorrect interpretations using their background knowledge of context to determine the writer's intention. This, however, does not excuse their use. So for examples, the degree sign. In print, the degree sign is a small circle in a superscript position. I have seen people use a superscript lowercase letter O, a superscript circle symbol, rather than the correct form of the degree sign. The multiplication sign. This sign is similar to a lowercase x. It is very common for teachers to use this letter x for multiplication rather than go to the bother to find the correct symbol. Angled quotes have a similar visual appearance to the much less than and the much greater than signs. And again, they have been used in the wrong context because they look right. One of my favourites, double quotation marks. I have come across numerous instances where two single quotes have been used to create what looks like a double quote. With each of the above examples, a visual reader will read the author's intended meaning with no effort. However, a braille reader has to work harder to determine the meaning. When we look at scanned and OCR or optical character recognition text, 
a number of errors can come through, which are often hard to pick up if we rely solely on visual proofreading. A misinterpretation between zero and, and the capital letter O. Misinterpretation between one, the lowercase letter L and the capital I. The lowercase letter M being interpreted as RN and there are numerous other examples. Unclear discrimination between quote, quotation marks and apostrophes also has a bearing on whether or not Braille translation reflects the print meaning. So in summary, to ensure that translated Braille correctly reflects the original print, the correct typographical symbols must be used. The second concept is heading structure. As a sighted person, when I look at a print document, be it a textbook, newsletter, worksheet, etc., a quick visual scan of a page gives a lot of information. How a page is laid out in terms of headings gives the reader clear information about what is in the document without having to read every word. This is easy with a restaurant menu to find the main courses, to find, to find the main course. I simply need to find the heading, main courses, and skip everything above and then read down to the next heading. To reflect print, well-formatted Braille doc documents similarly include clearly defined headings to aid quick navigation. Whilst each country has differing protocols of how headings are to be formatted in Braille, the importance of headings is universally recognised. There are two ways in which electronic documents are constructed. They can be constructed using styles or they can be constructed manually by, or they can be constructed by manually formatting each paragraph. When an editor constructs a document using heading styles, translation software maps these and formats the headings according to the Braille heading protocols required. Unfortunately, most document editors are either lazy or unaware of how styles may be used and manually format each paragraph to create the document structure. They again work on the premise, if it looks like a heading, then it must be a heading. A document which has been manually formatted will simply translate into Braille as a series of paragraphs. There is no structure to the document, which makes the document less navigable. In summary, whilst an electronic document which has been produced using styles may look and read the same to a sighted reader as that very same document produced with manual formatting, only the document which had styles in it can be deemed to accurately follow print. My third concept is reading order. The layout of many modern textbooks can be quite complex with multiple columns interspersed with small sections of side information, tables, diagrams, charts, etc. A sighted reader visually scans a page and determines at a glance a logical order in which to read the information keeping relevant information together as it is read or skipping over sections which may break the logical flow of, the re of reading. 
One of my roles as a transcriber is to ensure that Braille is produced in a logical, linear reading order to maintain the best reading flow of information. An electronic document also has a built-in reading order, which is used to determine the order that text will be translated using translation software. Depending on the complexity of the document, this may or may not be the same as the logical reading flow. I have found that most documents produced using a standard word processor such as Word already have a linear reading order. However, once a document contains columns and or marginal information, unless they were created correctly, the reading order can become disjointed. And don't get me started on text boxes, which cause more problems again. Textbook PDFs are a common source of document for us. A good PDF will have a reading order defined, but these are few and far between. When constructing these documents, publishers are more concerned with how the final outcome looks rather than how it reads electronically. When reading the text of a PDF, either using a Braille display or copying and pasting into a word processor for translation, the logical flow of information can be lost unless the reading order was correctly defined at construction. In summary, how an electronic document is constructed with the view of reading flow or reading order determines whether or not a Braille document created from it accurately reflects the original print. And my final concept is graphical items. Reading print does not just involve reading the printed word, but also the interpretation of charts, diagrams, pictures, etc. As a sighted person reads a page, they are also absorbing information from all the graphical information of that page. In order to fully reflect what is on a printed page, the information from non-text items also needs to be included in the Braille, either as, as a description or in tactile format. This paper is not going into detail on how to ensure these items can be included. However, highlight that they must be included in some ways. And the following two points should be considered. Graphical items should be correctly positioned within the proper reading order. And if, if they are in, in a document to be read electronically, they should have an alt text caption, which gives the relevant information about the graphic to the reader. In summary, electronic documents which contain graphical elements do not fully reflect the original print unless appropriate reference to those elements is made. So to summarize all of this, the digital age has arrived. This is an exciting time and there is now access to an unprecedented level of written information. With the aid of translation software, braille displays and embosses, a former transcriber is no longer always required for a person to independently access information in braille. Some people, however, have the misguided concept that this is sufficient. And whilst it is true in many cases, it does not diminish the role of a good editor or transcriber 
to ensure that all the information from a print or screen page is accurate and can be accessed properly by the, by the Braille reader. The following checklist should be applied to any electronic document before it can be ac accurately translated. Have the correct symbols been used? Are quotes and apostrophes correctly represented? Have styles been correctly used to create a heading structure? What is the reading order? Are there any graphical elements? Are they correctly positioned in the document and are they appropriately represented? The question was asked at the beginning, is an electronic document the same as a printed document? My experience says this assumption cannot be made. There is still a lot of education and work to be done to get to this point. Most electronic documents are produced by print readers who have no concept of Braille or accessibility. In an ideal world, editors, publishers, teachers would be taught how to construct documents properly from the very first time they use a word processor at school. But this is a long way off. In the meantime, transcribers around the world are doing their very best to ensure that the Braille they produce accurately reflects the, the original print, even if the original electronic document they are working from does not. Thank you.